everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Guidance with Grace. Uh, we are here to help you with all health and wellness questions. And this one definitely hits home, I think, for a lot of people because uh, we're talking about cardiovascular exercise and the topic at hand is chronic cardio. And are you wasting your time? Is it going to be of benefit to you? Are you actually healthy if you think you can run forever? Um, these are all things that I think are uh, misconstrued as being big determinants for whether or not you are healthy, are fit. And um, we're going to talk about it today. I'm sitting next to Don Hawkins-Smith. Hello. And um, I like the perspective that you're going to be able to bring. Yeah. Because you're um, a runner. Yeah. Well, loosely termed now. Yeah, but I'm getting back to it. I'm getting yeah. back to it after after having the baby. But yeah, I spent many, many years where I didn't really do much resistance training at all. It was all really just running multiple, you know, back to back, days back to back, multiple times. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do any, um, any really strength training in between, you know, I would run four or five days a week and that was it. So, um, I definitely had some experience with chronic cardio and I wasn't really training, you know, I'd run anywhere between, you know, depending on the day, just two to five miles. But when we think of chronic cardio, we're thinking of people that are, you know, spending an hour on the treadmill at the gym and that's all they do or on the elliptical or even outside running, um, biking, swimming, you know, any yeah. form of cardio. It's a great way to define it because that's all you're doing mm -hmm. and you're doing excessive amounts like right. an hour or more every day. Right. Exactly. And you're not really getting any other type of um, fitness at all. Right. And I think... Um, kind of this overarching theme of a lot of our podcasts are what are your goals? Because if your goal is endurance, then that's a little different, especially if you're training for a marathon. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think even watching Justin train, he wasn't really doing excessive amounts, I don't think. Not he for was that. higher mileage yeah. in that capacity, but it wasn't excessive. It wasn't overtraining. And he's not doing it constantly throughout the year. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's one thing to train for you know, a higher mileage race or a road, you know, if you're on, you know, training for Pelotonia, for example, you know, that's not really the kind of chronic cardio that we're talking about. We're talking about year round for a long that's period of time. And that's all you do. And I think why a lot of people get stuck on it is that helps them lose weight. Yeah. And which is a great place to start. Yep. But, you know, six to eight months into your weight loss, maybe considering mm -hmm. adding some sort of weightlifting routine. Right. Yeah. Cardiovascular exercise is a very very potent form of exercise that's going to help you burn a lot of calories and lose weight potent. Um, potent i like that word it's very very accurate it is accurate yeah. Yeah, it's potent it's potent but it's not um you know it's it's not exactly something that you can just kind of keep up with for so long right well and some of the side effects we were talking of course about overtraining slash injury because mm -hmm. if you overtrain you're more likely to get injured or develop um yeah. Bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not only that, but you can, you know, when you're overtraining, it's not only just a physical aspect where you kind of can continue to injure that exact same 
site that you've injured before. So say mm-hmm. it was, you know, your ankle, your knee, your hip, you're going to re uh, keep re-injuring like a chronic injury. Yeah. yeah. And then also, um, and you never let it heal enough. You know, you never rest enough to get better. But also it can play um, a factor with your mental wellness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, you're down on yourself because you're injured again, you can't work out, you know, you can't do your cardio, you can't get as many miles. Um, and so you don't get that feeling of, euphoria that some people look for when they're having those longer bouts of cardiovascular exercise you know that runner's high that everybody talks about when they first start running yeah and so trying to achieve something similar to it of course weight training um, anaerobic training is going to be totally different Uh, but there are some variations that you guys can consider Um, oh I did have a note about um, some of the other things that can happen kind of along the route of overtraining is the if you're really extreme this is definitely the extreme you can get an enlarged heart oh yeah and cause like the thickening of the heart muscle and that can lead to afib which is just an arrhythmia of the heart where it's not beating correctly that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do with cardiovascular exercise so too much can be a bad thing yeah which i wonder you know sometimes with the you know those crazy things that you hear about people you know just passing out Mm -hmm. you know and then just like having heart attacks like you know basketball players who seem perfectly healthy or you know just dropping on the court or just dropping in your tracks you know maybe they were doing too much who Mm -hmm. knows really what happened but it's definitely a possibility some type of underlying condiction but Mm -hmm. but the stress that they were under didn't help that condition right yeah and i mean and when you get to a point especially if you're feeling injured if you have an injured um you know ankle or knee or something um your brain gets to a point especially with cardiovascular exercise where you get so tired that you can actually kind of override that feeling of pain Mm. because your brain's just trying to block it out to kind of finish the run or the ride or the swim or whatever Mm. so you can kind of override that um not only you know the tiredness but also the the pain as well Mm -hmm. yeah those are just kind of block it block it out but some things to think about uh, with varying your training and trying to include more. We've talked about um, HIT training, high-intensity interval training. We've yeah. talked about circuit training. All of those things are going to be great options. And adding in weights to any type of like higher intensity, especially if it is an interval-style interval workout, is you're going to get a little bit better of a, like a metabolic conditioning from those things, especially if you're including those weights. Yep. Um, Metcon. Yeah, and it's shown also that, um, you know, I mean, if you have a 20-minute HIIT workout, you're going to continue to burn calories throughout the day, you know, as you go through, even though you're done working out, you're still going to have that increased level of um, metabolism throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that can be a benefit from doing that. And again, you kind of mentioned something earlier about wasting time. So do you have 60 minutes to run at a pretty steady speed on the treadmill or do you have 20 minutes where you can kind of bump up the intensity finish faster get back to work or your day or whatever Mm -hmm. and so varying that adding that high intensity um, interval training is going to be something that's really going to well, and we've talked about, like, constantly pushing and challenging yourself, mm-hmm. right? You know, so if you're just kind of, like, casually running and it's not hard for you. Right. And then the only thing that kind of dings you as an alarm of, like, oh, I'm getting tired is because you've been doing it for over an hour. The yeah. same thing. 
are you getting as much benefit to that? And kind of, you know, kind of like piggybacks off of what you were saying is, you know, varying it also makes the level of challenge for you um, better, which is going to help you be more conditioned, help you uh, start reaching your goals, which, you know, think about what are your goals. Uh, Those, all of those things are definitely things to consider. We were also talking about terrain. If you're, if you are running. Yeah. You were, you run the trails. Yep. I run up at Alum Creek. I run the Rocks and Roots Trail. um, And that is, it's not just like a, you know, there are some parks here in Columbus that have like almost like a, like a gravel path, you know, but it's not very difficult. Mm -hmm. This one, you are really, it's called Rocks and Roots for a reason. You know, you're jumping over um, huge tree stumps that have fallen, you know, just to try to stay on the path and you're jumping over little creeks and on some spots that they've put like little bridges up but at one point they put in this ravine it's just like tree stumps that you kind of have to like Mm. jump Mm -hmm. across and at one point it's just like all right well you're just going to get your feet wet because it rained a couple days ago and all the water the water levels right you know that's fun so i mean yeah you get muddy and you're constantly going you know it's very windy so you're constantly changing direction um and it's not just like yeah and you know jumping over a little everything from little tiny streams to big logs and rocks and yeah, yeah. so you're getting that change of direction you're getting some yep. stability just with like and the incline and decline i mean mm-hmm. some pretty steep um hill climb mm-hmm. and decline as well so i mean there's some points where you know it's just so steep where you're just like you have to walk to get down this hill safely mm-hmm. you know or just kind of do this fun, weird little shuffle mm-hmm. you know so yeah you're constantly altering and it's fun yeah it it makes you pay attention as well because you can't just kind of turn on the treadmill and just kind of zone off into you know watching a movie or a show Mm -hmm. you know you're actually having to pay attention to what's around you and so and there are pretty views because you're running right along alum creek so yeah there's a lot i remember one of our clients uh, a little bit uh, a little bit ago he was running uh like trails and stuff Mm -hmm. and he really enjoyed that and that kind of it he changed because he had lost weight and then he changed it up by starting to run outside and yeah. do the the different terrain and different trails and just you know hiking and mm-hmm. things like that and that was enough of a change and enough of a challenge to help him continue to meet his weight loss goal and yeah. just become a more fit individual yep. and he definitely achieved that yeah i try to get up there at least once a week um to run on that trail just to mix it up yeah just to change it up it is important it so is uh, one of the things I definitely want to talk about is um, max heart rate. Mm-hmm. So those of us who went to school a while ago, we were told that 220 minus your age was the way to find out your total max. You know, you should never right. exceed that heart rate. It has changed a little bit. Do you know it's, what it is? There is another is? equation. Um, 220 minus the age is still what we use in my classroom um, just because it's easy for my students it to is. remember. Mm-hmm. Um but and it's still an estimation. You know, I've had students on, you know, doing a max test who have gotten above or just slightly above that number just because they're better in better condition. And so, um, you know, they're they're able to just kind of push that a little bit. So it is an estimate. It's an estimate, but it's it's a good place to start. So, yeah. So we do use that max heart rate and very rarely do we try to get up to the actual max but we would try to train at sub-maximal levels, so like 85%, somewhere around There's in there. There's a lot more exercise tests and stuff that are usually sub-max right. as opposed to like complete max out. Right, and that's just because a lot more people can handle those tests. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put a beginner, you know, I wouldn't take them up to a 
you know, maximum cardiac output test, but I would do a sub-maximal test on them for sure. To try to figure out what their maximum mm-hmm. would be. Yeah, it's a good estimate, yeah. estimate without actually having them, you know, be under that stress of the true max mm-hmm. test. Well, and, you know, using that as a guideline is a, a great way, especially of all the fitness watches people yeah. have. Uh, heart rate monitors, like the little strap that you can put on around your chest. Um, those are definitely things that are helpful when you are training. Right. Because it also is cool, all kind of along the lines of, you know, tracking and journaling and things like that is over a period of time, if you've noticed, you know, that things have gotten easier, maybe check out what your heart rate is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't get as high. Yeah. And you might have to challenge, yeah. you know, run faster or increase the incline or, you know, challenge yourself in some way to get into a higher zone especially say that your goal is weight loss um you will it's harder yeah you'll start to yeah you'll start to plateau but that's kind of why you want to you know keep an eye on that heart rate zone just because you know you can modify that as you get more fit Mm -hmm. yes definitely a lot of things to consider here and i think the big takeaway is it's like beating a dead horse. We've said it so many times. You have to include variety in your workouts. Yeah. Like you said, there's that plateau that a lot of people reach, even if they're not trying to lose Mm -hmm. weight and they're just like, oh man, I'm not getting stronger. Yeah. Or like I've actually gone backwards and I like, you know, can't lift as heavy or things feel harder. Right. Is it because you're not challenging yourself or changing up your routine? And we are, I mean, we're creatures of habit to an extent. So when we, you know, when we think of like, um, when we think of like New Year's resolutions coming up, yeah. we have a lot of people that are going to be like, I'm going to go to the gym and run, you know, or outside or whatever. And I'm going to run this many miles a day, every single day. And then like two and a half weeks in, they're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's because they need variety. So instead of saying, I'm going to do this specific thing, just say that you're going to do some type of activity, workout, class you know, maybe only do that cardio a couple times a week. I mean, we know that we always tell people to get that 30 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity on five or more days of the week. But really, we don't say walk on the treadmill for the entire 30 minutes every single day. Mm -hmm. Do something else, some type of activity to get that minimum level of of activity that we're looking for. Yeah, and those are national recommendations, guys. It's ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine. They're the ones who help... The government set those guidelines, and those are governmental uh, suggestions yeah. to kind of just at least achieve the minimum. And that's just, yeah, that's just for the base, be. yeah, that's just like for the base minimum requirement of yeah. of exercise. And it can be like a, a HIIT workout, mm-hmm. which is really nice because it, then you feel really accomplished in that 30 minutes. And yeah. HIIT work, workouts, guys, just as a reminder, should not be like long Right. Like, you don't need an hour of hit. No. That's kind of the point of it is, like, you get more accomplished in a shorter period of time. Yeah. And then you end up kind of having a, a higher metabolism a little bit, kind of a little bit of a higher calorie burn, even at rest afterward. I feel like in 20 to 30 minutes, if you truly are pushing yourself in that high-intensity range, um, you're going to not want to do more than 30 minutes. Right. You're gonna, your body's going to be mm-hmm. pretty tired and mm-hmm pretty depleted of the people of who want to keep going it's like okay where were you yeah. really pushing yourself yeah hmm. 
Well, that's all we have for you today, guys. Uh, this is a nice little reminder as we're sh shifting into a new year, new go new goals, new mindset. Um, some people say new you, but I like to say same you, new goals. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely kind of just keeping it all in perspective, keeping the variety that you know we all have encouraged you. Every person who's ever been on this pod podcast, no matter what the topic is, even Paula um, in the previous weeks talking about food-related things, variety. That is like the number one takeaway. Yep. Change it up. All right. Well, that's all for today. I'm Grace. And I'm Dawn. We'll see you all in a week. Bye.